0: Last time on Join the Party.
1: The party fights through the first challenge of the Bachelorette tournament, complete with mud monsters and other players to throw a wrench in their plans. But I have a question. Did we or did we not put on a good show? Round of applause for this team right here, everybody. Johnny meets another follower of the Undying Light. Anara goes toe-to-toe with someone from her home forest. And Tracy isn't the only robot in town. Oh look, I have found a friend to play with, another detective for P-R-O-O to play. Beep boop, I am a robot. The party storms into the mansion underneath the Coliseum, where all the contestants are staying, and they get a new roommate, Chad, who is definitely a human and will not sleep in a bunk bed.
0: Alright Chad, fair enough, but I get first dibs on the bathroom.
1: That's fine, I shower at night. Something is lurking behind the scenes here. Something muddy and dressed in black. And one of them has a question for a robot friend. Have you ever seen another Warforged before? It's time to get confessional. Let's get the party started. <laughs> Oh, Tracy, hey, welcome back. How's it going, buddy? Who,
2: where, how, what?
1: Don't worry, hey, you're in a safe space. You are a mud person. That is extremely perceptive of you, Tracy. Thank you for noticing.
2: You're welcome.
1: I am made entirely by mud and rocks and stone, and I just wanted to let you tell your story.
2: I've never seen a mud person.
1: Good, then you can just uh, let all of those feelings out to me and uh, my two friends here.
2: I love mud people now. Good.
1: This is this is perfect. You All seem right, Tracy. very nice. All right, Tracy, I want you to sit there okay. on this purple chair. Uh-huh. We have this set up. It's so nice. It's so comfy. Okay. Yeah, they're going to sit there. Okay. And we're, I'm going to ask you some questions. Uh,
2: are you going to hurt me? <laughs>
1: uh, Yes. Of course. Tracy, what do you think I'm going to say? Buddy, come on. You know me. I, I'm a mud person. In my experience with mud people,
2: they're very honest.
1: You just said yes. Exactly. <laughs> Wow, that one took me off guard. Yes, extremely honest. Thank you. Tracy, sit there. you going to get comfortable. And I'm just going to ask you some questions. How's that?
2: Okay. All right, great. And Tracy kind of shuffles around, moves his butt a little bit to get comfortable in the purple chair. Okay. And sits there. Yeah, this is, again,
1: this is a big purple chair with gold inlay in it. And a really
2: high back. It's kind of like a throne. Tracy scratches at the gold inlay a little bit. Ooh, ooh, real gold. Tracy thinks to himself.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's where that Tracy has the voice of Eric. Wow,
1: wow. Ooh. 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 wee. um, okay. Don't worry about it. It's Just talk it out. You ready? All right. Three, two, one. What? What? All right. Hey, Tracy. Wow. Thank you so much for sitting down with us. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. So, wow. Tracy, um, have you ever seen another Warforged before? Where do I look? Is there a camera A?
2: Camera B? There's a camera. Yeah,
1: Tracy. There's a camera right over my shoulder, right, right there. Right over your shoulder. And the mud person just points behind them. There's two blobier ones. One of them has a camera, like on a tripod, that's right next to them.
2: Okay. Is like um, Tracy. It's
1: right over my shoulder. Don't even worry about it. Just look
2: at me. Okay, I'm looking at you. Look at me. You got a little. And he flicks the mud off of his face, and then he got he got it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Oh, I see. It's what funny because he's all mud. I do you see get it? Tracy. I see what you did there. That was
1: good. I like your. I like the mud. I know. I, I don't have eyes. It's fine. Just look. Look right at where you think a face might be. Okay. 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 So I'm gonna, we're gonna do this one more time. You ready? Ready. All right. Make a charisma check for me, Brando.
2: Astute listeners will realize that my charisma is my best skill. Yeah, you should try rolling it well sometime.
3: <laughs> it is, in fact, not your best skill. It is your
2: bottom skill. 15. Okay. It's, it's 15 plus zero for, I think that's 15. Good. It's a very good skill. You're fine. Don't worry about it.
1: That's not ominous at all. No, you're good. All right. Three, two, one. Wow, Tracy, this has been a really big day for you, huh?
2: It really has. So, I don't even know where I am.
1: Yeah. Do, do Do we ever, you know, in the universe? I mean,
2: usually I do so far, but I see your point.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Tracy, have you ever seen another Warforge before?
2: Uh, there was an... Oh, my God, there was another Warforge. Who was that
1: Warforge? Yeah, it's Porro. P-R-O-0. We found him. P-O-R-O. P-R-O-0. We found them, we found them
2: out, in the, out in the deserts, you know, in the northern part of the country. Wait, like in that direction? Yeah. And, and Tracy points a couple different directions because he's not exactly sure which way is which. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, Tracy. So, how do you feel? Must be um, a big, big deal for you. You know, I haven't had a lot of time to process my emotions. There's mud people and another Warforged, and I think, uh, I, I don't know if I got the bathroom or not, but it's really important that I got the bathroom, because I don't share bathrooms. Do you know if I got the bathroom?
1: Uh, yeah, I think uh, you and your friends definitely got the bathroom. Great, great, great.
2: great. Okay, How's uh, Johnny?
1: Johnny's good. johnnys he's hanging out. Anara? You know, yeah, uh, you know, Johnny, the, the crowd really loves Johnny.
2: That's not a surprise. He's very charismatic.
1: Oh, yeah, tell me more about that.
2: Uh, He has a high charisma score.
1: (laughs) That's very, that's deep. That's deep. Tell, what's your relationship with Johnny like? It's
2: good. Um, he, he found me in a desert and, um, you're all mud. What's your backstory?
1: Uh, Listen, hey, Tracy, if I could be in the spotlight, I would. Um, so, uh, yeah, wait. So Johnny found you. That's really interesting. Tell me more about that, bud.
2: How's Anara? Is she okay?
1: All right. Uh, you know, the mud person signals back there and does a cut symbol. It's like, hey, Tracy, listen, this is your first time that you're going to be introduced to the entire is audience. Is OK, OK? And I just I need you to give me something, bud. I need you to share. T- telling me your emotions. You're an emotional guy. I saw you get bright red and scream and shout and try to shoot uh, a chair at some point.
2: And I know you, there's some emotion in there. So I need you to give me something. OK. Well, see, I would rather, like, not do that, and I think I'm going to go back to the thing, to the place where my friends are, and I'm going to go talk to that Warforge. Is that okay? Because you seem to be mud, and I seem to have an axe, and I don't really care anymore about this. Is there a a place where I can go away from this place? And Tracy is gesturing wildly with his hands to signify where he's talking about. Um, sure,
1: Tracy, if that's really what you want, but, um, I think it might be in your best interest to answer our questions.
2: Well, see, I think I killed a bunch of your friends down there, right there, right?
1: All right, Tracy, well, we'll see you later. If you ever want to talk to us, you just need to holler.
2: Okay, this, if i well, not to happen, bye, it's All good right. to meet you. And today. you're
1: eating bye, up by the All right, so, while Tracy is off doing... The thing wherever he is. Johnny and Anara, you're still doing your clothes montage where Anara is trying on different printed frocks. How's it going?
0: It's going great. Got a nice silk floral patterned robe that Johnny has lent me that I'm wearing over my tactical cargo pants. I'm feeling ready for this cocktail party.
3: Johnny has changed out of his beach gear. That he had been wearing for apparently a while. Two, a, a very long cool time. <laughs> and he's wearing his fancy but not too fancy, casual but not too casual, light based array. It's actually two robes. Ooh. Ooh. Just Inner like, robe, not- outer
0: robe, like under robe, over robe.
3: Yeah. So there's one robe that's like tighter on him. Uh-huh. And that one's like fully like. Tied up with a nice little rope string thing, and then another robe because he thinks that's what's the fanciest and the best is just another robe. <laughs> Two robes on top of each other. Yep, yeah, it's just another robe that's opened and you can see everything. Lots of light coming out of it. You know, regular pants, but you know, there's a robe, so it doesn't matter. He is still wearing his sun hat.
1: Nice. nice. This is good. So while you guys are getting dressed, a small ball of mud rolls up through the hallway and announces in a very large and deep voice. The cocktail party is beginning. Everyone, please assemble down at the pool. Chad gets up from... uh, Yeah, where is Chad's mouth? Well, Chad's been digesting the single single bed this entire time. And uh, he extracts himself from the bed and shovels through the door and says, Dibs on the tequila. I love that as a human. And uh, shovels down the stairs.
3: See you down there, Chad. Save some for me. Johnny walks over to the pile of clothing that is Tracy and is going to try to shuffle him awake. And if needed, he's going to cast a spell to wake him up.
1: Sure. As you put your hands in the pile of clothes, yeah, there's nothing there.
3: Uh, Nara, did you see Tracy walk out of here?
0: Uh, no, but I was gone trying stuff on in the other rooms for a bit there. Okay, c- could you see if Tracy is somewhere that we can't get?
1: That's a really good idea. Roll an animal handling check. Uh, this
0: is 16
1: plus 1 for 17. Ooh, okay, that's really good. How do you get Oatcake to do stuff that you want her to do?
0: I'll do that, and then I kind of put my hand on my little, like, pouch I have on my belt where I keep some Oatcake treats for her.
1: Okay. Oatcake jumps off your bed and sniffs your hand and makes direct eye contact with you as you guys mind melt. hmm And Oatcake starts sniffing the ground. And walks out the door, sniffing.
0: I'm going to follow her. Okay.
1: As Oakig walks out the door, the rest of the contestants are walking out, They're kind of talking to each other, chattering along, and they're walking down to the pool. Piero is behind you. He says, oh, I forgot something in here. I need my oil and things. Don't wait for me. It is fine. Boop, pop. boop. I'm uh, looking for Tracy. Have you seen him? I have not seen friend Tracy. I definitely want to be his friend. That is my goal for this entire interaction. Beep, boop.
3: Well, I might be fashionably late. That's the Johnny way. So don't worry. Grab your stuff. I'm going to stay here until I find Tracy.
1: That sounds like a good plan to me. I'm going to do the same. We can be fast friends. I'm going to ask you one of my regimented questions. Question one. What is your favorite flower? I like wallflowers.
3: Boop. Uh, yes. Uh, Wallflowers. That certainly is a real one. I like uh, the sunflower for very obvious reasons. And on my back of the robe, that's not the outer robe, but the inner robe is a large sunflower. Nice. That's lighting up. Wow. And then I hide it with the other robe, which has something else on the back. You like dipped
0: one shoulder coquettishly to show him the inner robe. Very yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, Johnny, what a cool flower.
1: I wish I would have one for my own collection. Question two. Johnny, what is your favorite type of cookie? I like peanut butter chocolate
3: chip. Now, why do you like the peanut butter chocolate chip? The peanut butter tastes good in my mouth. I like it when I eat it, and then there are two different textures in my mouth. And how about the chocolate chip? The chocolate chip is delicious for the chocolate. You know, I heard they actually have those cookies down at the pool. You might as well go take a look, and I'll wait here for Tracy. No worries. Oh, gee whiz.
1: That's really sweet of you, but I'm going to stay here and oil my parts.
3: Then I'll let you do it. I gotta read something real quick. I don't want to answer more questions.
1: Uh... (laughs) Okay. I like it. Anari, you're following Oatcake down the stairs.
0: Yes. Oatcake
1: is, like, threading her way through everyone's legs as they're walking down to the cocktail party down outside the pool. Oatcake walks just, like, through the kitchen and through the living area and goes out the screen door. It's not really outside. You know how if you're looking at a movie set you're going to reach, like, about 20, 30 feet out, and then it's just, like, it ends at the picture.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It kind of looks like that. It's like someone tried to make a mural of, like, a perpetual sunset outside, and it seems backlit. It's an entire, like, domed area. And there are some, like, big windows, like, above the mural. It's, like, it looks like a sunset, and then above it, there's actual windows that would be letting in light, but it's nighttime outside. So it was a really nice pool and a hot tub, as you saw on the uh, hotel television description of what's going on here. And Oatcake walks up to the bar that is set up next to the pool. And Oatcake starts barking at the bar.
0: Can I roll an investigation check on this bar to see if there are any monitoring tools, spells, devices?
1: Ooh, okay. Yeah.
0: That is a 5 plus 5 for a 10.
1: Okay. As O'Cake paws around the bar, she starts barking and barking more. And as you try to get around to look behind the bar, a bartender walks up to you. This is another, another mud creature that is shaped vaguely into the shape of a person. Imagine trying to stuff mud into, like, a waiter uniform. That's kind of what it looks like. It's not filled out in the right places, and, like, there's, like, mud seeping out in between, like, a cut in the pants. It says, hey, no one should be allowed behind the bar. Excuse me.
0: Oh, I, I thought it was self-service. Sorry, H- how nice that they have someone here. I'm Inara.
1: Hi, Inara. I'm the bartender. I need to make sure that you're all having fun.
0: Yeah, I I know how you feel. I was, I was a server once at, at a wedding, actually. It was very high stakes, very just a lot happening. My uniform also didn't fit right. Those suck, right? Huh?
1: I don't know exactly what you're talking about.
0: Cool. Um, have you seen a giant robot walking around by any chance?
1: Giant robot? You mean P R R O? He's my favorite.
0: Uh, no, actually my favorite, Tracy.
1: Oh, Tracy. He's probably around. He was probably doing an interview. What does that mean? Well, you know, people want to know uh, more about your contestants while you're here and during the tournament. So they get pulled out to do interviews every once in a while. See? You can see one happening right now. They point out a muddy finger. And you see the centaur from before with the blonde tips. He's like in the middle of telling a story to a bunch of people around him, and he just kind of gets sucked into the ground through like a puddle of mud. Probably need to interview Ash. The producers are taking care of it.
0: Interesting. And how, how do they know where we are?
1: I mean, everyone knows where you are. It's Archspire Hideaway.
0: Right. I, I'm afraid I'm from out of town. I, I haven't heard of this before.
1: It's the place where everyone stays when they're competing in the Coliseum. Right on. It's been that name for over a thousand years. Can I get you anything? What kind of drink would you like?
0: Yeah, I'll I'll take punch. Whatever the like bluest flavor you have is.
1: Uh, one blue punch coming up. We're gonna go back to Johnny. So Piero is has like a very large bucket of oil and has been oiling his parts. And while well, you guys are just kinda like in a detente to so stare you're staring at him and he's just like happily oiling himself and with a large slurp. Tracy, you're back underneath the clothes and in a mud puddle. And Johnny, this is loud enough for you to hear the slurp back from underneath the pile of clothes.
3: I'm going to move some of the clothing around like I did before and I didn't feel Tracy. And now I feel Tracy.
2: Johnny, that's my that's my feet. Why? What are you?
3: Okay, don't make it weird. I just was worried <laughs> about you because you were gone. But how about you get out of that mud? We clean you up and we go to the
2: pool party, huh? I mean, this is really nice and warm. Is there a more warm situation?
3: There's tequila.
1: Okay. Uh, When P.R.O. sees you come back, he stands up and says, Tracy, my new friend, I would love to talk to you. Can I get in there with you? And he starts to climb into the pile of clothes. Tracy
3: shoves him away immediately.
1: Okay, maybe next time. Hopefully there's space for
3: me. Nope. How about the three of us just clean ourselves up and uh, get on over to the party, huh?
2: Is it like a black tie event or?
3: It's whatever you want to wear. I'm wearing my very fashionable double robe.
2: You got another one of those robes?
3: I got infinite robes. And then I turn my backpack over and there's just robes.
2: (laughs) And Tracy picks the one that's like a purplish black that has like just a star field everywhere and it's planets. Cute. It's a little too small, but like too big in the sleeves specifically.
3: That's looking spot on, Tracy. And I finger guns making it so that the stars uh, twinkle. And for the rest of the clothing, I'm going to shove it all back into my bag, casting digitation as I do so that they're nice and clean and also folded, because I'm going to assume that digitation can also fold clothing.
2: Yes, I'll give you that. <laughs> what is your... Sorry, what's your name? P... I'm Johnny. P-Man. Oh. I'm P-R-O-O, the greatest detective on the
1: eastern side of Fidopolis. P... Detective? All right.
2: I have, I have an agency set up. No one can do anything better than me. P-R-O. Okay, um... Pete, why don't you just investigate this room, but look specifically for things that are below eye level, and Tracy throws all of our bags on the top bunks, because um, I think there's something hidden in this room. Make
1: persuasion.
3: <laughs> you hey, reap Brandon, what you sow. You reap what you sow. Hey, this Brandon, is... what'd you roll?
2: Uh, that was a critical one. A critical failure. Hmm, okay. Good thing Uh, I have a buddy that's very charismatic. Yeah, the the buddy
3: ain't going to help you. I'm grabbing my bag and walking out.
2: So
1: Johnny grabs his bag. Tracy, you put Anara and uh, your bag up on the top bunk. And And Johnny grabs it. Does Oakank
2: have a tiny bag?
0: No. She just has her boxing gloves.
1: Puyaro says, okay, bye.
2: I will make sure to investigate everything below eye level. Don't
1: worry. And as you walk away, um, you hear a thump as one of the bags hits the ground. Cool. Good. Good and great. (laughs) So you're all coming down to the cocktail party and everyone's assembled down there except for uh, your robot friend who you left up there.
3: I grabbed a drink. Yeah. It's going to be a bucket of uh, rosé. Wow. You really come around to the bucket of wine. Actually, it's like a mini bucket.
0: It's like a it's a pail. A pail of
2: wine. It's a pail
0: of wine. It's (laughs) like a a cruise ship mixed drink. Yes. Plastic. Yeah. If the drunks drop it, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, Little fishes on it. Uh, (laughs) I like that.
3: It's Prosecco, actually.
2: I like it. Tracy grabs the most tiki drink that is possible to be tikied.
1: Sure. There's just, like, a full-size tiki, which, like, only you would be able to pick up. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, the size of your torso. Great.
0: And yeah. uh, my blue punch is in a sort of, like, daiquiri-style, like, big fluted glass with a bunch of fruit on the top um, that I share with Oak Cake. And I'm going to see these guys walk over and, and join them. Maybe a little cocktail table or something. Well, this is weird. Hey, where
3: am I? Where were you, actually? What happened
2: to you?
0: I just talked to some mud bar person. He said there were interviews that were happening. Did someone talk to you, Trace?
2: And I tell them everything that happens with cringing specificity. And 15 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> it was star swipe. 15 minutes later. Trace I've he already
3: ends. drank three pile- No, <laughs> <laughs> There's one There's one pail tossed to the side and Johnny has I have a different a, pail. I have a bucket just, and it's filled with many pails. Like, the Ooh, bucket yeah. is filled with all it's the It's like a nesting doll situation? Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah I was going to say, like, a lobster shell catch bucket. Yeah, yeah Only yeah. Is filled yeah. with your empty pails. <laughs> yeah.
1: So what's your interaction with the bartender like?
3: My interaction with the bartender is I just keep pretending like I'm alcoholic, and then as I walk by, I see a plant, and I toss, like,
0: most of it into the plant, and I get back to the <laughs> table.
1: <laughs> I like it. Okay.
0: Yeah, and is going to be nursing the same punch, but uh, try to look a little bit inebriated, a little bit looser, make people underestimate her.
1: Sure. Anyone who's lying about the amount of drinks that they're making, make a performance rolls to see how much you're deciding to show people how drunk you are. Or how much you're lying about how drunk you are.
3: Non-natural 20. Nice. 12.
1: Okay. Yeah, Johnny, you've done this many times before. Gone to parties, just like pretending like, oh man, having a great time. And you wake up without a hangover in the morning. Anara, I think that you're trying your best. And I'll give you a choice here. Either you are very bad at acting like you're drunk, or you're accidentally drinking more than you thought you did.
0: The latter. I think we are in a relatively safe situation, and the punch is pretty good, and the bedroom's just upstairs, and there's no monsters yet. It's oh, good. what's the light
3: situation? I'm sorry.
1: That's actually a really good question. There's lights all throughout the house. It's really heavily lit in there. But there's also some sort of backlight happening from the mural that I was talking about. And it seems always backlit with, like, sunset light amount. You know, just like that fading light where it's still light, but it's just, like, beautiful. It's like that golden hour light. So there's, there's a dude else.
3: holding, like, a lantern behind the mural just keeping it lit. I
1: could that. be. Yeah, there could be. This I is have good. a
0: job. I'm only 19. <laughs> Got a job. Do the job. S- the Trace, job. No, hold S- on. Wait, S- wait,
1: wait, wait. Anara, who are you saying this to? <laughs> Anara, I want you to roll a d20. Is this-
0: <laughs> no,
3: no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs>
1: this is real. This is real. Anara, please roll <laughs> a d20. 19. All right. You've wandered away from the group, and you go to another cocktail table that has Minerva at it, who is the very small tree ant who was talking to you before and told you to wear flowers. Nice. And you're talking about about the job that you had.
0: It'll take me a minute to realize, but I'll be like, Ed, flowers, great idea, great, love flowers. Thank
1: you. I'm it. also I'm also wearing flowers. You like them? <gasps> Beautiful, I love it. Beautiful, excellent. Thank you. I've re- I really listen. I've never done anything like this before. It's pretty crazy, right? Uh,
0: me, me neither. Let me tell you how how'd you get here.
1: I mean, I'm from the surrounding area. I live, used to live in the forest. And then a wizard animated me. And here I am. I, I just, you know, contest, right?
0: It's a, did you fight? Uh, fight who? Mud, mud people in a in
1: an arena. Oh, you fought mud people in an arena? Yeah. No, I didn't get that, that amount of exposure. I'm kind of like a singer-songwriter sort of thing. So, like, they found me. I was just, like, playing a guitar, like, out in the
3: forest. And that's where they found me. And now I'm here. What is the guitar made of?
2: Thank you. Because <laughs> he <laughs> sounds like some sort of...
3: <laughs> Thank you. Okay, good. We're on the same page, Brandon.
1: She has, like, strings that she, like, hooks up to her own arm. Okay. And she okay. plays it. It's like, yeah, I think that we're all from just different places. And I just... I'm really here to just, like, give him my shot. You know? Being next... Wow. Being next to the representative, that would just be crazy. I mean, I just think that she's so beautiful. She mm-hmm. has, like... um Resting autocrat face, mm. where it's like you know, whenever she she doesn't move her, her face, it's just like she wow, she could totally like take over a city.
0: I I know someone like that. She she brings me bagels.
1: Nice, Anara. Uh, you have like uh, someone back home?
0: Uh, I mean, I I got suboption. No, no, I don't.
1: Because I no. mean, if you're not here for the right reasons, you should probably just like step out of the way for the people who really want to be here.
0: No, nah, no, nah, uh, to I. I'm joking. I would like to. There's some there's some pretty pretty people no no I don't.
1: Cause if you're not here for the right reasons, just like
2: move out, okay? I'm here for the right reasons. Does Anar hear Tracy just like my people? And then there was a chair <laughs> <"Yes."> <laughs> and it was gold yeah. anyway,
3: <laughs> And I keep pausing him to get another drink.
1: good. Johnny and Tracy, please make perception checks?
3: Nat, 20.
2: Hot damn. Ooh. 11 plus 2 for 13. Tracy, you're still you're still talking about the chair and your experience. I think if I was scratched deep enough, I could have got to the gold part. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, Johnny,
1: <laughs> sure. as you're walking yeah. back and forth from the bar, you're, like, memorizing your route so you don't have to, like, talk to anybody you don't want to talk to.
3: Never want to talk to anyone I don't want to. But you're noticing
1: that, like, at different moments, people are disappearing into the mud. But it's synchronized, almost. Anara was talking about the centaur coming back. Then you see the centaur with the blonde hair comes back up directly in the same spot where he came back down. And then uh, Kevin Vacation, the elf with the big wings, then he then sinks down into a mud. And then a few minutes later, he comes back. And then another person goes back. And then in succession, all three of the Ambroses go back. And then they all come back at the same time.
3: Is everyone coming back up? Covered in mud? Are they, like, fully clean?
1: They're all fully clean. The puddle stays in the same spot, and then they come back, and then eventually, if they move off of it, then the puddle disappears. Do I have any kind of
3: idea of what kind of magic this is?
1: Why don't you roll for it if you want to make an arcana check?
3: 11 plus 5 for a 16.
1: Okay. This is all transmutation magic. Okay. Transmutation is when you change one thing into another, you control a, a certain element... And that you're getting strong vibes just from these mud puddles. And Johnny, as you start to walk away back to Tracy, you notice that there's a mud puddle beneath your feet and you start sinking into the ground.
3: And I walk with the mud as I sink down. Yeah, like you're walking downstairs. Before my head goes under, I'm like, Tracy, save me the rest of that story. I'll be right back. And
2: then they were like, there was was no camera (laughs) B. I don't know, like...
1: (laughs) Johnny, you are on the same ledge of land that Tracy was describing. You've like kind of dropped into a purple and gold high back chair and just like Tracy described, there is a mud person that looks like the cookie cutter, like the bartender and the two
3: globs holding a camera behind you. Hey guys, I know what's happening. Don't worry, just give me a second. I'm going to press the digitate myself to make myself look extra better. Sure. He's like, "Hey, Johnny. Wow, you thank you for putting it all together. You've made a really good impression." upon the crowd here. I think you're doing a great job. I think the key is, not only do I want to win, but I also want to educate, and I want to help others. Like, I I know... Has it started recording?
1: Oh, yeah. It's like they know who they're dealing with, because you did such a good job during the Coliseum. <laughs> they just kind of like jump in. As soon as you get that question, you know you're on.
3: I know a lot of people aren't here to make friends, but I think that the only true way you're going to advance, not only in this competition, but in life, is by making friends. And, uh, I have many friends here already. I'm, I'm lucky enough to have some companions with me. But my real true friend is books. And one of the things that really bothers me about the Archspire Hideaway is the lack of books. Now, I know that I was a little, uh, you know, dad when I was in the Coliseum earlier. But I truly believe that everyone here, as much as we need those drinks, as much as we need the hot tub, we need books. We need a library. One thing I would ask the people of Tortopolis, if they chose me, as Tortopolis' Choice, or Tortopolis' Best, or whatever, you know, get some books here. Let's get some reading happening. Let's get some education, because we need to educate our minds, our souls, and educate our livers with some alcohol. Wow, Johnny, that's a uh, you just had that right on the top of your brain? The thing is, is that, you know, kids got to stay in school so that you can also enjoy things like watching this wonderful program.
1: And the producer looks behind them and turns to the blob and says, like, yeah, we can cut some of that. Like, so here's the thing.
3: Books. Let me describe what Hey, Johnny, is. listen. I, I heard
1: you out the books. We can see if we can get you some books. It's great.
3: Um, wow. Tell me more about the
1: Undying Light. Wow. What an interesting religion you have coming here.
3: It's, uh, you know the concentric states has such a rich history with religion especially with the trinity and i feel that the undying light is like a companion piece there's the the light and the shadow it's it's something that is above and part of the trinity it's it's a it's a focus you know and uh, it's exciting that there's someone else who worships the undying light it's also exciting that you know i and i put the staff out actually have some of the undying light with me you know i'm not gonna say that makes me superior to everyone else here i would never say that but it does put me at an advantage where i have a direct connection to a deity
1: wow johnny listen if
3: i were you i would say that does make me better than someone else would you say that you know i'm glad you said it because i'm too humble a person to say it, but you said it so that's what counts okay You said something about the shadow. Uh, I can see why this is
1: such a a maligned religion here in the concentric states. Uh, If you're having a shadow as a part of the religion. When I talked to uh, Alice Sunbeam, she didn't say anything about um, any shadow, just light and goodness. Um, Are you you kind of the dark to her light?
3: You know, I've been uh, finding out recently that you just can't have light without shadow. You can't have shadow without light. It's kind of the way it goes. You know, within the Trinity, you have... You know, forces that are good and forces that are bad. You can't just have one and not the other. But I'm still figuring that out myself, actually. Uh, You know, I'm having an internal struggle, you might say. I might be transparently talking about my character backstory here, but (laughs) and then my motivations. But I would say that this is a struggle that I'm going through, and I'm sure we're going to have some arguments, Alice Sunbeam and I, because more recently I've discovered that the shadow isn't the worst thing. As long as it can be controlled, as long as you don't mess with it too much, and as long as you roll well with the punches. Yeah, wow, Johnny, that's so great. You know, I think that's everything that I need. Um,
1: I hear Representative Brink is going to show up soon. That's exciting.
3: That is very exciting. You know, we have been on a journey, my fellow adventurers and me, and, uh, you know, finding the representative definitely is uh, one way this journey can continue. And hopefully, you know, we win the competition and... More happens. Mm.
1: Glad you're here for the right reasons.
3: Hey, I'm here for any reason you want me to be. All and right. I wink and finger gun with tons of light.
1: Perfect. While you're doing that, then you sing. You're like, up. Oh, see you. All right, Johnny, have fun. And you sink back down into the ground.
3: I stick my uh, hand up as I'm sinking. Like, instead of Terminator thumbs up, I do one finger gun and let out one non-lethal eldritch blast to kind of just, like...
1: Pfft. Just burst in the yeah. sky. It's like you're gone and still, like, your eldritch blast just in this empty coliseum, like a single firework, and then goes back to darkness. Hey, it's Eric. Have you ever come back from a long vacation, say, more than a week, and you're grabbing your bag from the car or lifting it out of an overhead compartment, and you realize it's a little bit heavier than you remember? And it turns out that it is, Because you have presents you're bringing back home, or a piece of clothing that you borrowed to feel closer to your holiday retreat, or you just packed in such a rush because you put off wanting to leave at all, and everything is just jumbled in your bag. And you have physical proof that you went somewhere, and you are a little different than you were before. This is that extra weight. Welcome to the mid-roll. I brought back five flavors of jelly. Hello to our newest patrons, Jackson, Christopher Byram, Christopher Rogers, Robert, Elena, Mariko, Ariel, Toby, Faleo, Kyle, Jay Sia, Kazander, Evie, and Anna, plus Hannah May and Fishlaws who upped their pledges. And as a thank you to every single one of the 136 of you who joined our membership community on Patreon, we are releasing some gorgeous art of Zubi. That our friend Abby Rappaport created. This is bonus artwork for our patrons, downloadable and delivered to you today in your inboxes. It is so beautiful and thank you, Abby, for making it for us. You're really gonna like the take that she took on our giant friend. To check it all out in its glory, pledge today at patreon.com slash join the party pod. We also have some super exciting news. We're having a live show. Like, really, in your face, in person. It's really happening. We'll be in New York City on Saturday, June 9th, 2018, with a brand new one-shot for everyone to enjoy in person. And guess what? You can get your tickets right now. Like, right now. Just go to bit.ly slash jointhepartylive. That's bit.ly slash join the party live. We really, really, really want to see your faces if you can make it. And if you're one of our patrons, check your inbox for a discount code for 50% off live show tickets. That's half as much for the whole show. We are beyond excited about this, and we'll be telling you more as we get closer and closer to June. Now, I need to tell you about 20-Sided Store in Brooklyn, New York, our lovely sponsor that is the wind beneath our gaming wings. We got these adorable wool hand-crocheted dice bags from Crochet by Maita. Mine is red, like the blood of my enemies. And now I believe that my dice are tucked into bed with visions of sugar plums and crits dancing in their head. This is an artisanal gift that I didn't think I'd be able to pick up at any game store, but it's here, and I'm proven wrong, and it is beautiful. If you are interested in picking up a wool blanket hideaway for your dice, or a bunch of new dice friends, or any other board game you could possibly desire, you can head on over to 20sidedstore.com, or visit them in person in Brooklyn, New York, and use our discount code party, all one word, for 20% off. Head on over to 20, the full word, sidedstore.com and use our discount code join the party now let's get back to the show
3: as i'm uh rising up from the ground i'm going to continue my walking as if nothing had changed from when i walked into it before <laughs> <Nice>. like <laughs> a guy
0: back. doing a disappearing behind a wall down the stairs that's exactly,
3: exactly what it was, was. that's yeah. exactly it and I place my drink down, which I've had this whole time, and I tell Tracy, please continue.
2: I finished like ten minutes ago. Where have you been?
3: I told you to wait. I was, I was doing an interview.
2: Oh, so there
0: was like a purple chair. Okay.
2: And,
0: <laughs> and Inara's going to stumble back from her triant table friend, back to Johnny and Tracy. I need some water.
3: Inara, how did your interview go?
0: I uh, ha- have not been slurped yet. I'll, I'll see how that goes. Well, mine went great. Cool. I'm so glad. Did so I tell glad. you about my interview when I
2: went down? And you know yes. Tracy?
0: Yes. I
3: would love to hear it again.
2: Okay, so there was slurping So noise. at that
3: point,
1: you hear a knife being hit against a glass like to get everyone's attention. And you see it's in one of the mud monsters who are in the all black again. The mud monster has a headset on. It says, all right. Um, We're gonna get started. Hey, welcome everybody to the bachelorette tournament. All right, let's give a hand for all the contestants out there. And everyone claps. Cruz, the guy who's trying to come up with his own catchphrase, he claps wildly. There's some hoots. You see Chad try to clap, but of course he's a cube, so he cannot. So he just, so he he goes, clap, 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 clap.
3: Oh, Chad. All
1: right, I want you to meet the star of this show. The uh, whole reason why you're here. Um, Whether you're here because you decided to or not, let's give it up for Representative Brink! And everyone claps. You hear, like, claps being phoned in from the PA speaker. And uh, walking up is a tiny woman. She's, like, five feet tall with ombre hair. And she's wearing a ball gown of midnight purple. And she looks perfect. Everything about her looks perfectly in place. And as she walks up, she has, like, no expression on her face, and it looks like she wants to murder everyone in the room. And then as she smiles, it's just like a burst of sunlight
3: on her face. So the light situation improves when she does that. Yeah,
1: the wind. <laughs> it's good.
0: As she walks in, can I observe the crowd to see if anybody looks anything less than enthused? Sure.
1: Might I make a perception check for that?
0: I I know, Tracy. <laughs> you don't look enthused. Well, that's a three. I am drunk. (laughs) Yep, you're just drunk.
1: (laughs) You think to yourself, wow, she does have resting dictator face.
3: Is P.O.R.O. around?
1: Yeah. uh, As soon as the representative walks in, the robot comes hustling inside and grabs a a table in the back and starts clapping
3: wildly. The representative... Looked upset and then smiled. Can I roll insight to see if that was a genuine smile or they're actually still kind of like, why am I here? Sure.
0: Fish has fully about 75 dice on the stage. It's
1: terrifying. Only a 10. No, genuine smile. Great. It's just, she just has resting autocrat face. Everything about her is just like perfectly put together. Her hair is in like in a very delicate updo and her dress is just like pristine and she's wearing these knee-high boots that are the only thing that stands out. They seem perfectly fitted for her like the rest of her clothing, but like they're a little bit muddy on the bottom. Hey everyone, I'm really happy for you to be here. We're getting the tournament off to a great start. I really think that I'm gonna find uh, my true companion here. This is all gonna be great. You all look great. All of you could be my one true companion. And I think everyone just have fun, drink. Um, why am I here? We're all here to win. And I guess that prizes me, and I'll talk to all of you later. Hopefully, I get some one-on-one time with you. I'll be walking around the party, and everyone just have a good time.
0: I'm going to put my hand over Tracy's mouth.
2: Can I roll insight? Sure. You know when you have a sibling and they try to cover your mouth, and you like lick their palm to get yep. their hand off. Tracy does that to Anara. What, kind of, what kind of tongue situation yeah, what, does Tracy have? What's the tongue situation here? Like a normal one? What do you mean? Well, you can't for what purpose and you can't
3: taste? Yes, 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 yes. Yes, all of this, but is your tongue, as you are warforged, the same, let's call it consistency, of that of a humanoid?
0: What is my experience here, okay, sense-wise? That's, that's, a that's, good, good. that's a good...
2: I think it's like a like a cat-tongue-sandpaper situation. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> Would you roll, bud? I rolled a five total.
1: Uh, throw that d20 away. It is going away. Uh, can you eat it? Just... Just go ahead and uh, no, don't crunch. Crunch it for Foley. Oh, you put it in
2: your. Oh, yeah, man. he crunched.
1: Yeah, you Squad. don't get any insight. Like, wow, she's in a tough position. But she I think really she's gonna is. Be good. At this point, the uh, mud. Person comes back, says, yeah, that's a representative. Make sure to get some FaceTime with her. Talk to her. Do whatever you have to do. If you have any questions, you can talk to me. I am the producer of this whole tournament. And uh, this is kind of like the, the biggest event here in Tortopolis. Everyone wants to see what happens with the new representative after the landslide vote that she not, no pen intended, the landslide vote that she gained in our last election. She just needs a partner. So if you're here and you don't know
2: why, well, I guess you can leave if you want to. Tracy walks out <sighs> towards the bunk rooms.
0: As the head producer is talking, Nara's going to fish a like, cherry out of the bottom of her drink and throw it low, close to the representative, and gesture at O'Cake, who gives her a dirty look, and then gesture again, and O'Cake will go run after the cherry.
1: Okay, I like it. Can you make a dexterity... Roll, and I'm giving you disadvantage because you're drunk.
0: Well, my dude, it's a 12.
1: Hmm. Yeah, and all she does is, like, go over and, like, pick up the cherry and just start eating it. She doesn't do it, like, on the representative. That's okay. And the representative is walking, like, poolside. And as you walk over to, like, try to, like, meet cute, you get, like, dangerously close to falling in the pool.
0: I am going to scoop up okay in my arms, smile at her give a little wave, realize I'm too drunk for this and go back to the table. Okay. Uh, bye. Uh, what was your name? I'm going to open my mouth. Can't speak. Turn around. Keep walking. Okay.
1: (laughs) I'll see you later. Okay. Huh? That was pretty. Hmm.
0: And I guess we've learned that an can blush. So seeing that Johnny and Tracy are not back at the cocktail table that I left them at, I'm going to walk back to the bar and ask the bartender mud ooze person for some water.
1: Uh, let's see. Sparkling tap. We got lemon. We got lots of stuff back here.
0: I want most water.
1: Most? Most. Like all of it together?
0: M- most. Is that okay. a brand?
1: Most water. It's sponsored by most water and it comes in a bottle. It's like, oh yeah, most water. The best wa- the best water they have in Tortopolis.
0: I thought that their t- slogan was, not the best water, the most.
1: Ooh, I like it. Okay. And uh, he puts a bottle of most water down in front of you.
0: Nice. I'm going to uncap it, drink it, and kind of survey the party. Even in my inebriated state, does anyone show distaste for the representative? Anyone behaving kind of suspiciously?
3: Speaking of distaste, you know what isn't distasteful? Most, most water. water
0: not the best tasting the most
3: <laughs> sure what
1: kind of check is do you want that to be
0: I'm looking to pass unnoticed through this party so I would call that a stealth roll okay do it that is a
1: 14 okay everything's focused on the representative so wherever she goes people try to like cut in and like get her attention so I think that she also does like this Reality show thing where it's like when they have a one on one, it's never like in front of everyone else. Mm -hmm. So she always like walks away from the whole group. So you never get a chance to overhear their conversation. But you do hear other people's conversations, other people talking to each other. Kevin Vacation is showing off his wings, saying how rare of an elf he is because it's true. You've never seen an elf with wings before, and he's talking about, like, how, like, beautiful their babies would be if they're, like, beautiful winged humans running around. Mm-hmm. The centaur is, again, like, bloviating around and telling stories. Cruz, the dwarf, is trying out another cat phrase on everyone else. It's skadoosh.
3: Nice. <laughs> this guy's just wrong.
1: Chad is still convincing people he's a, he's a human. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
3: It's kind of
1: funny. It's like in half of the conversations are like self-serving. They're like, wow, this is why I'm going to be such a good match for the representative. And like half is like, wow, the representative is so amazing. I like really need to be by her side. I think. And as you're stealthily walking around, Anara, you see at your feet is a mud puddle and you start (sighs) to sink down into the ground.
0: Fine. Okay. Come with me at least. I want to like just grab her as I sink down at like torso level into the mud.
1: Yeah, I'm down with that. All right. And you're holding okay to yourself and you see the head producer again.
0: Oh wow, I guess this is where you go when that happens.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. This is our interview room. Not great sound quality, but we're doing our best. We thought it was picturesque for you guys and you get to sit in the chair. Anara, can you please make a charisma roll with disadvantage?
0: Sure. Eric. That's a three.
1: (laughs) You're screwed. Uh, Anara, thank you for being a part of all this. Uh, Man, you almost took a real spill there with the Representative Brink right in front of you. That could have been embarrassing.
0: Yeah, you know, OK just just likes to chase stuff, right girl? I'm going to like smoosh your head a little bit. I imagine OK doesn't look particularly pleased at me. But, uh, you know, I just I had, to, I had to go after her. And, wow, Representative Brink, she's, uh, she's real, really really pretty up close. Yeah, it wouldn't have been good if I fell. Uh, I don't wear nice stuff very often. I borrowed this from my friend, my friend Johnny. He's kind of like my uncle. Uh, he's, he's really, really good. Likes florals. Get along. Uh, yeah. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man, you just, you're so smitten with her. It, I mean, that's what it looks to me. Like, are you smitten with the Representative?
0: I'm going to like dig my toe in the dirt a little bit and just shrug.
1: (laughs) Oh, man, I know that when I see it, that is just that's true love right there. So could you see yourself with Representative Brank?
0: Can I see myself being the companion, partner and defender of a beautiful, powerful woman? Yep.
1: (laughs) Great. Anara, that's all we need. Go enjoy the party.
0: Away! And I'm going to like stick my fist up and just wait <laughs> nice
1: and then you get sucked back into the ground I sink yeah you sink back that's into
0: the hilarious I thought I was gonna rise up nope
2: <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> Tracy where are you going I'm going back up to the bunk room I'm gonna brush my teeth real fast cause I don't think I've had a chance to do that in many months okay and I'm gonna collect my things and um sling them over my shoulder and walk towards any exit okay I don't think he saw where people came in the first time, but he's going to try every door on the way out. Okay. Is there like a big oak door? Yeah. I'm going to try that door. Okay. Tracy,
1: you open one of the doors up and you just walk through and it's like the mural that you saw before. Another one where it looks like sunset all the time. And again, you see more big windows, but these like the mural is less pronounced and it's just like the windows themselves are huge. Think about it, it's like an entire wall of a house is windows. And it's like one of them every like 100 feet surrounding this. And you realize how enclosed you are in this mansion when you walk out the door. There's like this winding driveway that goes nowhere. It like ends at this wall and these massive windows.
2: I walk up to the mural and wall area and touch it, kind of feel what it feels like. Is it wood or cement or... You know, Tracy, this might surprise you,
1: but it's it's mud. It's dirt. <laughs> it's, like, etched dirt. I don't mud? know, like... It's a sand like...
0: painting, but mud. Dried yeah. mud.
1: It's dried, but it's, like, very intricate and, like, very solid. And it's, like, really smooth until you get to the one of the windows. And when you walk over the windows, it's, like, really hard glass. And as you look out of the windows, the night sky just opens in front of you. And there's stars everywhere. And you see the two stars of alonzo's constellation is looking back at you and as you look down i don't know if tracy gets vertigo as a living construct but you just see that it's just sheer cliff it's like this enclosure you're in is built onto the side of a mountain
2: well it's never stopped me before and i take out my axe and i start chopping away at the window okay make a roll (laughs) That is a 19 plus 6 for a 25. Tight. You
1: rear your axe back and you just lodge it right in the plexiglass and it gets stuck in there from the force that you delivered it into the glass and you have to spend some time like pulling it back out. Really have to yank it out there. It takes a few minutes and you didn't break it. You didn't dent it. It's not spider webbing. There's just like an axe slit where your axe went into it. You want to keep just chopping away?
2: Keep chopping away.
1: Okay. As you're chopping away, you get tapped on the shoulder. Ah! What? Ah! And it's the producer, the head producer. And I nearly take a swing at this producer. Whoa! Hey, Tr- Tracy! Come on! We're friends, right? I thought we were friends!
2: I mean, friends, friends is, a, is a term that people use.
1: And I use it all the time. We're friends. Listen, I know this isn't your thing. Listen, I've dealt with Warforge before. We got P-R-O-O here. I have many Warforge friends. You think we're all the
2: same, or like?
1: I think that you share similar characteristics that I can help you with, because it seems like I people mean, don't understand. I've met that person, and uh,
2: I don't think I'm anything like them.
1: Mm, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it either. Listen, Tracy. Do they have an axe? Hopefully, that'd be cool. You guys should really fight with axes. Write that down. Here, write that down. We're going to the axe fight there's the two other mud blobs behind you one's holding the tripod and the other one like makes a slate with one of their hands and like writes down robot axe fight and uh says yeah tracy well i know a lot more about warforged than you think and uh, let's, this is just for entertainment man do you think anyone's gonna end up with a government official what do you think we're doing here
2: I have a second idea. How about you play along with me? You tell me where Alonzo is, and I don't chop your limbs off.
1: I heard from some little birds that you don't care for him that much. So I'm going to give you something you might actually care about. I know where you come from. You. Designation TRHC. I know that. I figured it out we have a really good research team here and I told you I know a whole lot about Warforged. You mean like
2: not the town, but like before? Where
1: you were built. I know where. So, if you raise your audience score up a little bit, maybe we can make something work. Everyone in that audience just wants to see you and the other robot duke it out. And you just give it to me, and I will tell you what you need to know.
2: I think you've got a deal. Shake. And Tracy spits in his hand and puts it in theirs. Tracy? I'm mud, and even I thought that was gross.
1: <laughs> All right, so Tracy, here's what gonna, you're going to do. You're going to apologize, and you're just going to say that you, you're ready to play the game, and you're going to stand into the camera.
2: Okay, Um. from now on, can you just tell me exactly what to say at every moment? Sure. Great.
1: Okay, so Tracy, I want you to say, man, I wasn't having a good time, but now I am. Let's go, Representative Brink. All right, you're going to say it on three. One, two, three.
2: I wasn't having a good time, but now I am. Let's go, Representative Brink. Beep boop. All right, cut.
1: That's a wrap. The party's still going on, and after a little while, everyone comes back, and the representative then gets back in front of everyone and says, Oh man, I had such a good time meeting all of you. I had some really great conversations, and I'm just excited to see what the next thing happens. Okay, I mean, your first challenge is tomorrow, and I'm excited. I'll see you then. Okay? Bye guys. And everyone says, Bye representative, or bye Brink. What do I say? I like to think now you have like an earpiece now. Oh, yeah. It's a
3: piece of mud that's just in your ear.
1: 100%. Now. And you have yes. to say, it's like, say, bye, Brinksy. Okay.
2: Bye, 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 Brinksy!
1: <laughs> and the representative turns and smiles and, and waves to Tracy. And then things start to wind down a little bit while people are like, oh, wow, the representative is gone. I'm like, what do we do now? Kevin Vacation walks over to the bar and he's like, oh, man, oh, man, there's, a, there's an envelope here. This is crazy. And he takes the envelope and is like, oh man, it's addressed to some of us. Okay, cool. Okay. Kevin, he opens it up and he's like, oh
0: man, there's a note here. Should I read it out loud? Yeah. Kevin, could you calm just Just read it? Just just like read it. it. Uh, Yeah, okay. We're gonna read it out.
3: Kevin, 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 my friend. You need something to calm me down.
0: Okay. Well, I'm gonna read this
1: first and then we're gonna just like chill. Okay. Um, Cruz, Alice, Anara, Ash, Kevin. Oh, that's me. I'm Kevin. Tracy and Johnny. Our reign will be a dream, but first you need to deal with a nightmare, Brinksy. Oh man, I wonder what that means.
0: Hot tub, then bed. Who's with me?
1: And everyone goes,
0: yeah,
1: and the yeah. party goes going.
0: Beep-boop. <laughs>
1: Join the Party is brought to you by Brandon Grugel, Amanda McLaughlin, Michael Fichet, and me, Eric Silver. I am your host and game master. Brandon edits, mixes, and scores the show. Amanda manages our community and our digital life. And Michael archives, manual checks, and cartographs our world. Special thanks to our creative consultants, Connor McLaughlin,
3: Julia Schifini, and Hetty Hunt. The party doesn't stop here. The day after every episode comes out, we publish The After Party, where we sit down to discuss what just happened and learn what could have happened. Send us your questions anytime.
2: Join our community online by following at JoinThePartyPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We've also got every episode up on our website, jointhepartypod.com. And you can email us questions or stories anytime at hello at jointhepartypod.com.
0: If you're enjoying this ride as much as we are, help the show out by subscribing to us in iTunes and leaving a quick rating. For even more Join the Party goodness, check out our Patreon. Just a few dollars will get you access to drawings, character backstories, bloopers and so much more at patreon.com/join the party pod.
1: We'll see you in 2 weeks. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.